Remember, don't fuck around at home. That Shooting Podcast is not legal advice and may not be legal at the point in time that you're listening to this. All right, welcome to episode number four of That Shooting Podcast. Today's title, The 13th Day. Today we're going to be talking about May 18th. Are your guns safe? Lord, I hope so. Roll the beats, Connor Massara. That was Connor Massaro with The Sound of Silence. <laughs> How are you doing today, Mike? Fantastic, Christopher. How are you? It's been a long week. Yeah. It's not over oh. yet for me. Yeah, me neither. I'm back for one more. You bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you yeah. got some sports this weekend? Hopefully. It yeah, did it's... rain like five inches all over the world, so potentially not. So I guess we'll see what happens. The moistening. Oh, God, that's a terrible <laughs> word. Moist. I don't mind it. Yeah. Speak yeah. moistly. Well, I, speaking, I, uh, there's li- there's things you want to be moist and things you don't want to yeah, be moist. Touchy, it's a touchy subject. You want to get all. <laughs> oh, anyway, touche. Yeah, I think it's pronounced touchy. <laughs> touche. All right. So May eighteenth, the world is going to explode. <laughs> so that'll be I'd... after after this podcast airs. You will yep. uh, be living in a apocalyptic hellscape that doesn't resemble the day before and. Uh, we don't know what it's going to look like, but if you're still in your uh, concrete bunker, 10 feet underground, you'll probably survive with the cockroaches and the rats. Wow. Really painted a terrible picture there is what you just did, but... So I it get, happens when you plug in Skynet. I, I guess. I guess. No, the things are going to things are gonna change for us firearms owners a little bit, coming on the 18th, so... So you're not telling me it's the end of the world? No, it's not. Oh. It's not the end of the world. So I can fill in my underground bunker? Yep. Oh, okay. Or hold on to it. It's, it's your choice. Whatever you feel like. Let's see. We'll talk about it and uh, decide what the best course of action is. So the first change uh, the federal government is implementing is they want to make sure that everybody's pal is validated, and that that is a sensical rule. It's not the worst idea ever. We have, I guess we have them for a reason. So you're not just, you know, buying guns all willy-nilly. That's right. As one is uh, yep. tend to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, for, you know, for average Joes like us or listeners here, nothing's nothing's really going to change. You're going to have to, you know, go online or call in um, with their PAL information. It'll spit out a number to say you validated their PAL, and that's kind of it. Yeah, that's the way we're understanding it, that there's no... There's no actual firearms information that is being kept. On the in, government side. On the government side, right. Purely, this is, um, yeah, it, it's it's validating your PAL. It's as, proof you did your due diligence, yeah. basically. And as the seller, right? Yeah. So if you are buying or trading or selling, you know, the, the onus has been put on the seller, correct? Yeah. That uh, they're the ones that are looking after the, the phone call and the reference number, and uh, keeping track, keeping track of that before the transaction, I guess, is complete. Yeah, is is the way we're understanding it. Naturally, there's most likely some unknowns still. Details are still forthcoming at this time yeah. here in the past, um, but there in the future, I'm sure everything will have rolled out smoothly. Everybody will be completely for, informed, and all the information will be super clear. Yeah. Deep down, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's what most people are thinking it is. You know, everyone's saying it's the backdoor registry and they're going to know about everything, but there's no firearm information being kept. 
Especially for individuals. Yeah, a- absolutely, right? So if you want to sell your buddy a, an old shotgun that you had or... Or give it to or him. Gift or gift it to him or something like that. It's, it's basically their way of confirming that both parties are, are legal to have to purchase and possess that firearm. Yep. And that's really about it. You would know it by the way the last week has been here and pretty well across Canada from everybody that we've talked to. It's pretty wild and crazy on the non-restricted stuff right now. Everyone is buying up what they can or what they want or if they're thinking of putting something off, they're snagging them now because... Uncertainty brings fear. That's, you know what, it's that's exactly what it is. Doesn't seem like a huge change on the individual side, on the business side. Most places are not going to see a huge change. They're going to have to keep the records they've previously been keeping for longer. Um, they might have to add a couple bits of information because they are required to record all of the firearms information when it does leave here and to validate your PAL and get that transaction number. That go- that information isn't going right to the government. It's something that they have to ask for and it sounds like they might have legal loopholes to jump through to get it. Doesn't sound like they just have free access to that information whenever they want. So no, far. It, yeah, it doesn't seem doesn't seem that way at all. So yeah, a lot of naturally that's that's what's driving some of that stuff right now, but I think everybody just needs to let's just calm down a little bit. The sky isn't falling yet. That's right. Really really read it. Really pay attention to to what is being said and and how they're doing it. And that's my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't think it's honestly going to change that much or be too far offside from where we are right now. Right? There's no. there's literally going to be that one more step. You need that transfer number. Yeah. Right? Well, it's not even a... It's a transaction number a trans- or like a validation I know. number. I keep using the wrong term, too. Yeah. It's, it's it's a... Yeah. Validation number is actually probably the best but to call it because that's, that's essentially what they're doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, to me, it's to me, it doesn't really make sense how they did it, especially interpersonally, because as far as we can tell, there's there's no onus on individuals to keep those records or anything like that. No. So yes, it's good in that you have to validate their pal, and I do like it that they're going to give individuals access to the. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to give individuals access to the database so that you could plug in their PAL information and see that their PAL is valid. It's not a fake PAL or it's not a photocopy. Out of or date or out of date something, or whatever or the heck it is. Yeah. My only gripe about it is for online purchases and stuff. Like a lot of stuff's over, like gun post, town post, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. There's no way to verify that the PAL information you have is for the person you're talking to online. That's right. So even if you send me a picture of your pal and all the information, I don't know you didn't scan that off of somebody else. Yeah. To me, it'd be nice if, I don't know how, how there's a way to do it that so it's secure, if, especially if you're shipping it, to at least have their the city they live in in their postal code. So you know if this pal belongs to a dude in Ontario, I shouldn't be shipping his gun to BC. Right. Well, to me, that's the biggest security hazard because I know like people ask for pictures of, of your pal to validate it and stuff yeah. like that. And there's there's no expiration date on a picture. Yeah. So once a scammer has it, they have it. And I had that issue previously with... Um, scammers are very... Are very, very sneaky. Easy. Well, they're sneaky. <laughs> they're not always smart. 
but they'll always I don't know they seem to go down the rabbit hole of giving you too info too much information yeah like I've had guys contact me especially for wanted to buy ads yep oh and man send you yeah. like he I sent think... me a picture of like the pal number his ID like this this the whole picture of all this information and I'm like I I just want to make sure you're a real person. I don't need all this information. So I was yep. immediately suspicious. Yep, absolutely. No, then that's right. And like there's online, like dealing on, with someone, there's no way to to make sure that yep. the person is who they are, unfortunately. Like I know the few times that I've done stuff on like that, uh, selling on a public site like that, you know, mm -hmm. your gun posts or whatever the heck it may be, right? For instance, like a couple weeks ago, uh, I shipped a shotgun to a fella in Quebec, mm -hmm. and this is what I've always done like that is 100%. You, you're having, whether it's a phone call, it's email, text messaging, I don't know, whatever it is. You just try and you can, like like Chris, like you said, you can kind of figure out who that scam guy is a little bit because mm -hmm. like, it's like they're just right on the spot, just ding, 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 a whole bunch of information. And you're like, ah, this doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. But like with this fella here, uh, same thing. I said, hey, can you send me a picture of your pal? Confirm your shipping address mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. And then you can start cross-referencing a little bit. But then even on like an EMT. Yep. I said, on the EMT, I need you to include in their name and stuff like that. And once again, I'm sure there's ways to screw that system as well. Yep. But for what you're working with, me as the seller, mm -hmm. I was trying to cover every every basis that I could that mm -hmm. he can own it and purchase it, mm -hmm. and it's not fake and it's not fraud. Mm -hmm. And you can do what you can do. Um, I guess this is by doing this now. It's an effort. I, I hate to say fail safe because you know you know crap will go south yeah. on something with someone. But if, if nothing else, it uh, it should make both parties actually feel better about it. That yeah. potentially what you sold is not going to end up on the street and yeah. used for something that should not be... Well, that being said, right, most like, non-restricted firearms aren't... Well, no, I know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, there's going to be your hacked-up Kui or your hacked-up SKS, but at that point, they've already broken the law by modifying them illegally. Well, yeah, so. that's that's just it. So We'll see where it all goes. I think there was a ton of good information that was out there today on the... Uh, on that webinar or mm -hmm. that uh, Zoom meeting thing they were doing because that should have been sitting in and on it, but just didn't have a chance. But I know a couple other guys did, so we'll probably get an update from there. We'll see where it all goes, but mm -hmm. yeah, don't don't think that um, don't think that the man is totally coming to get you. We all know the feeling, especially in Western Canada. Just pump the brakes a little bit. Do do some research before you really start flipping up. Just swinging back on that one thing that's helped me for uh, maybe helpful to other people for purchasing or selling stuff online, get them to get them to modify the pictures. Yeah. So if oh, you want I've a, done that too. If you want yeah. a picture of a guy if you got a picture of a guy's pal or pictures of guns or yeah. something like that and you're a little bit suspicious, get them to get them to say, hey, send me a picture of the gun with my email scribbled on a piece of paper in the picture. Yeah. So at that point they're either out of lock because they don't have that gun and they can't take a new picture, or they're gonna crappily Photoshop it in, which I've had done. Or they're going to do it, and then you know it's legit. Yep. Oh, for sure. Last summer, same thing. I put up a WAN ad looking for, I forget what it was, Remington 700, something or other. And uh, get this message, sends me a picture, and I'm like, wow, that's exactly what I would probably take. 
And I said, how much for it? And he's like, 400 bucks. I'm like, okay, right off the hop. I'm like, that's not right at all. And he sends all these pictures. And I'm like, man, this is too good to be true. Quick little Uncle Google search. Oh, look at that. That picture's on Guns International. Neat. So that's what I literally said to him. I was like, I don't know. I found these pictures on a website. you got to prove to me somehow that you actually have it in your possession. He messages back. Well, how could I prove that to you? And I said, I want you to grab a coffee cup and like a fork and a spoon and lay it like in front of the gun. Yep. On, on that exact background, on that first picture, I want you to put it there and take another picture for me. Oh boy, was that a crappy Photoshop. <laughs> it, was, it was so incredible. I kept that picture on my phone for months and I was showing everybody. Oh. I'm like, and then I think I messaged him back and called him names. So yeah. like, you're an ass. Like you're just wasting my time. Top it all off. Two, three hours later, I get another text. It's the same pictures. The same pictures. Hey, I got this gun for sale. You want to oh, buy it? Geez. I'm like, I think I was just talking to your brother. <laughs> like, you guys got to coordinate better. Like, this is this is shit. Anyway, yeah. it was sweet. Well, that it was a great I could, story. It I can see that story. for $400. I had a guy do that oh. on, like, a $40 part. Yep. And I'm like, why? How is this worth your time? Mm-hmm. But I guess your time is worthless. Boom. 20 bucks is 20 bucks, 20 Chris. bucks. Uh, yep. All right. So we talked about a little bit of business stuff. We talked about a little bit of the interpersonal stuff. At the end of the day, stuff coming in should be in effect when this podcast comes up. At the end of the day, cover your butt. Yep, 100%. Do your portion, and I think everything is going to be totally fine. Yeah. I really think. Might not agree with it, but unfortunately, we elect... Somebody elected these wieners, so we got to follow them. Well, it's like you said, deep down inside, I don't think anybody agrees with it. But you know that all the challenges, all all the pushback, all your petition stuff, all your signatures, you hate to say it's falling on deaf ears, but I think it's falling on deaf ears. Yeah. Right? Like, I just I just don't know. We all seen how the trucker thing turned out. <laughs> right? And oh, it was awesome. And it depends on which side of the fence you're on. Yep. We can say it unified it unified a group of people, and then the other side's going to say, no, it was division more. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't think there, there's no way we're getting away from it. They're not going to change their mind. So honestly, yeah, I think cover your butt, roll with the punches. Be that law-abiding firearms owner that you've always been. Yep. And keep enjoying your sport. Don't 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 let the man get you down. Absolutely. Keep. keep Sure, it's one extra step, but that's what they want. They want to legislate us out of our hobby. So if we keep jumping through all those hoops, we're going to make it harder and harder for them to legislate us out of what we want to do. Yep. All right, we're going to talk about some awesome guns that we personally want because. This is our podcast. You mean mean the ones we've... You're going to buy it, Mike. Air quotes purchased already. It's coming down the pipe. Yes, it's in the pipeline. It's... uh, Do you want to go first? I might not be very popular. Here's a shorter. You should go first. It's literally shorter. It's literally shorter. Yeah. Um, Do we even know what year that thing would be? I would guess it's got to be... It's got to be 90s, right? Isn't it? Yeah, I think so too. Because it's it's probably. Hmm. I wonder if he got it around the same time. Anyway, good good friend of the shop here, old time uh, old time surgeon of all things. Yeah, yeah. That's who that came from. Yeah. He's liquidating his collection. He's getting yep. up there. He yep. had heart surgery. He's ready to retire. He's not uh, not shooting too much anymore. Yep. So he uh, sent in some stuff that we, you know, the shop bought off him. Sure. And sent him a check. Yep. So. Uh, 
So did some really minty stuff. And yeah. We, uh, and then once us vultures got a hold of it, it was a feeding frenzy. So oh, anyway. yeah. Baltro, baby. Picked up a PM5. The pride of the Italian Navy. Yeah, absolutely. 14-inch tube. Ported. Yeah. Looking to blow skin off my fingers on that forehand. <laughs> Ghost ring sights. Three mags. Beauty. Yeah. I'm stoked. Removable mag shotgun for those playing at home. Yeah, yeah. If you've never seen one, check them out because they were sold as the Valtro. The Valtro PM5, yep. and then the and company then, either got sold or went under. I think I think the story was they went they went under, and they were quickly bought by Rixia Brixa. or yep. Brixa, and they were bringing them into Canada for X number of years. Yeah, apparently and, the quality went down when they went to Brixa because they made them as a commercial. Yeah, apparently. So anyway, this thing was. Just a cherry, seeing it sitting there. I remember shooting one, oh man, a very, 25 years ago, at least. Dang. Dang, that's how old I am already, I know. And I was like, man, someday, someday I'm going to get one of these and I'm going to own one. And then, right, everything changed. And I'm like, man, I've never seen, I honestly, I don't think I've seen one until this one, since that day. I don't think I've seen one. Anyway. I haven't seen one in person either. Yeah. I had a bunch of people looking for magazines for one, like, last year, maybe. And yep. I'm like, unobtainium, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, pretty yeah. pretty pumped. Number eight birds. Those things. We're going to have to test it. We're going to start pounding some steel. Clays. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, yeah. That's uh, that's my little treasure out of there. Well, we got a little wild on the 12-gauges, too, so... <laughs> But that's Can't for have enough. That's for another. That's for another day. What about you, Christopher? You, I yeah purchased a Marlin of all things. Yeah. Because Marlin was my first rifle. Purchased a little Marlin twenty two. Yep. Eons ago. Yep. And that was kind of my first gun. So Marlin's got a special place in my heart. Always dreamed of getting a Marlin lever gun, but uh, what am I going to use a lever gun for? Nothing. Good stuff. Nothing. That's what you're going to use it for. Um, but anyway, we had a Marlin 120 come into the shop. Yeah. 28-inch barrel on it, 12-gauge, 3-inch chamber, so uh, I can yeah. use it for hunting if I want. Way to go. But you know me. I got to I gotta beef everything up. I like to overdo it. <laughs> There's no no kill like overkill. Yeah. That's, so I uh, did some digging around, and I found an extension that'd go on that bad boy. Yeah. So now I got a, an 11-shot extension. Yeah. So I got 11 it's, shots in my magazine, one shot in my chamber. <laughs> It's like the Henry of 12 gauges. Load it up Sunday, shoot all day. That's shoot all a week. week. <laughs> well, the way you shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's it's cool, man. That she thing is like... A dirty dozen, right? Totally need to call it that. Tested it yeah. with uh, the short tube on it. Worked fine. Yep. Put Dreamed the, about it all weekend. Put, put the, the big, big tube on her. <laughs> Gave her the big tube. Yep. Loaded her all the way up. Yep. That thing's in nice shape, too. Like, yeah, it's... It, it doesn't has any rust on it. No. Woods no. in pretty good shape. It, no cracks. Yeah, it's lived. Uh, it's lived a pretty, a pretty cushy life, considering probably what it was intended for. Skunks yeah. and stuff. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. Believe it or not, they, they did a run of the Marlin 120s in a 40-inch barrel. Sweet, right? I oh man, I so want one of those. I don't know where it's gonna sit, but I want one. It could be like um. You're halfway to the clay already. Yeah, it could be like a, like a micro punt gun. At that stage of the game, right? Get a three and a half. Yeah, you'd have to single out it, but you could read in the chamber. Oh, shoot three and a half out of it. Absolutely. 
well, we need a 10 gauge now. Because I come into all BPS, this. BPS, baby. I come into all this 10 gauge ammo. What, really? Yeah. Yeah. I had a local fella and same thing, cleaning up some stuff. And he's like, man, I got all this shotgun ammo. Kind of want to get rid of it. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? Oh, I, don't, I don't even know. You should just come look and see if it's working. So we go downstairs and we go to his little little gun room there and he opens up this cabinet and like it was like opening a time capsule oh my god imperial there's imperial in there imperial um olympia like paper paper hold polish ammo keep those olympias like when you after you fire them keep those paper holes yeah yeah uh what else was there apollo it's another bunch of oddball stuff eh? yeah and then like naturally this is Canadian podcast, so like McLeod's ordering a bell with some people, I'm sure. Yep. So still like, had like price and, tags on them. Yeah, four ninety nine box of meteor, two and three quarter number fives and number sixes. Nice. But but then, in the back, I kind of look down and I'm like, oh, there's this look like an apple box, you know, little little mm. wood sided yep. box right yep, sitting yep. there, and it's just like perfectly stacked of like three rows of ammo, just all stacked up. I can see these brass heads, green green hull. And I'm looking at him like, dang, those are, those are some sausages back there. <laughs> and I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, those can't be 12s. So sure enough, bend down, grab one out. Yep, like 250 rounds of 10 gauge, three and a half inch. Ah! <laughs> oh man, like number four and BB mix. Like just man. All oh, watermelon. Three and a half inch BB 10 gauge. That's going to mess some stuff up. <laughs> watermelon Slayers. Like, oh my God. So I can't say that I'm keen on shooting them, but I kind of want to shoot it now. So, um, do you have a 10 gauge? No, no. And I said, hey, I said, hey, these are 10 gauge. This is 10 gauge ammo. I don't care. I just want rid of it. I'm assuming he didn't have any shotguns anymore. No, all gone. Everything. All he had was ammo. Uh, no use for the ammo then. No use for the ammo. So uh, I said, how much? And he said, I don't know. So I threw him a stupid offer and he took it. And uh, nut, nuts deep in a bunch of 10 gauge now again. So, yeah. You got to find a 10 gauge. We, uh, we do. Uh, it's okay. Grumpy's already on it. He's looking. He's got contacts all over Canada. <laughs> the, the shitty part is I've now bought a bunch of other crap. And sure shit, he's going to find one and be like, hey, look, found you a good deal. And be like, hey, look. Poor. You know what'd be sweet? A 1897 Winchester in 10 gauge. <laughs> sweet. Yeah, that's what we'll call that. Fuck, I don't need a... Yeah, just throw a limb saver on her. You'll be fine. You just need a chiropractor when I'm done. So bring that baby out for like a three gun. I mean, you need two hits on that steel. Whatever, I'm going to hit it once and it's going to fall over. Fucking done. All right, yeah, so we'll talk more about the May 18th stuff in the future when we've got more information if we feel like we need to touch on it and assuage yeah. everyone's worries because I know everybody's been like hey what's happening yep well and that yeah a few months in I think everyone will will get a everyone's going to get a feel for maybe how this is going to work I almost guarantee that on the 18th it's going to be just a shitstorm yep. because things will be backlogged and it's it's terrible as it is right now so another step in there so yeah um, so yeah, give it give it a few months, and yeah, we'll probably have an update. Probably do yep. a revise on that situation and kind of see how it's see how it's going, or feedback maybe from some guys doing some uh, some private transactions, how that's working yeah. for them. And till then, just you do you. Just keep it going.
Yep, and check us out on Instagram at that underscore shooting oh, underscore podcast. Oh, drop it. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm thankful that I can go home soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long day. Everyone is. Everyone day. was whipped around here. Like you could see it. Like it was. Everyone was hustling. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was pretty. Pretty smashing busy. Smashing. Good busy. for biz. Good for business. Good for biz. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else we need to touch on today. Talked about how we're doing. Talked about some stuff. Stuff and things. No gears grinding today. Well lubricated. Yeah. You know, it's, it's everything's just everything's rocking and rolling. Let's face it, we were so damn busy this week, our prep time was pretty minimal. Yeah. It really was. And then I've got IPSC Black Badge stuff, yeah. International Practical Shooting Confederation, not welcome. competition, I You're found welcome. out, yeah, you know, after taking the course. So we will let you know how that goes next week, maybe, if I remember and I don't edit this out. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a long weekend. Hopefully everybody's super chill and it's super cool and it's a good time. But That's I have right. to burn through so much handgun ammo. It's, it's awesome. going to hurt. It's awesome. You'll be, you're going to, you're going to enjoy it. I guess that brings us to the shooting club shout out. Who's, um, who are we doing up today? Who do we got? Uh, Brandon Wildlife Association. That's Brandon Manitoba, not Brandon USA, because apparently there's a Brandon USA that yep. always comes yep. up when I'm trying to search stuff. There Brandon, is. Manitoba. Let's go, Brandon. They are, uh, they're set up in Brandon. They got a range set up out there. You got to be a member to use it, of course. Check them out. They host a whole pile of shoots out there. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do some, like, uh, two-gun stuff. Actually shoot a lot of Ipsic out of Brandon. Yep. Maybe not as much on the rifle stuff, but... Um, no, the range is kind of short from what I heard. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's a nice range, though. Like, I, I really like it. Yeah. I like... I I've like, never been, so... Yeah, I like going there. I was a member there for a few years and stuff, so... Well, when I was shooting my Ipsic, so... I did my black badge through Brandon yeah. years ago, so... Yeah, they got a, they got a fantastic facility. Yeah, it's, it, it's great. Yeah, I'm hoping to check it out. They're having a... Two-Gun Brutality match coming up here June 5th, 2022. Yep. Or if you're listening to this, you know, in the far future at our massive back catalog. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to go check it out. And yep. We can see. We'll see if we can drag Mike along. But, Absolutely. You know, he plays sports. So. No, I don't play sports. I coach sports. Oh, coach sports. Those who can't do, teach. That's, you got her. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Little league. Yeah. Yeah. Building them fundamentals. It's That's always the fundamentals. Always the fundamentals. So now hopefully it works out because uh, you got the dirty dozen and I got the Veltro. So oh yeah, good good, good times. Like I think that would be a super fun match. Right. I got two two flats target load. Yeah. So that'll get us started. I might have some hanging ammo left. Maybe we can buy some. Maybe we can have a little me. bit of on site, a uh, little bit of audio there Ooh, from from the shoot. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I like Dude. that. Do a little bit of that. Maybe uh, get a couple guys chatting or something. You never know. I like that. Yeah. Big brain. Big brain Mike over here. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm just the face of the podcast. And Saskatchewan Roots are coming through. Well, actually, I <laughs> don't have Saskatchewan Roots. I'm Tober Roots, actually. But but yeah, I live I there, guess. so now it's cool. So, yeah. Brandon Wildlife Association. Check them out. They're at brandonwildlifeassociation.com. That's the way I found. Uh, check them out. They're probably up on Facebook. Send us an email at uh, thatshootingpodcast@gmail.com. We can maybe get you in touch. Um, if you have a shooting club uh, local to you that you want to give a shout out to because they're super awesome, uh, definitely send us an email. 
include their contact information, well, definitely get them onto the program to, you know, build that community. That's right. Keep the promotion going. Get everybody involved. You bet. Exactly. And uh, I think that about wraps her up for today. I think that's about it there. I think we... Well, that was right there, bud. Yep. Right there, bud. Yeah. Just, um, we're going to finish up, and then I'm going to go for a rip. Go for a rip out there. I'm going to head her home, and uh, that'll be that. Grab so. our gats and yep. make tracks. Make tracks. All right. Later days. See you later. So Dunder, yeah, uh, Canadian Forces Detachment. Yep. So a small base. They do mm-hmm. a lot of training out there. They hosted some cadet activities. Yep. One of the briefings, obviously, is if you see UXO, unexploded explosive ordnance. Yep. Don't touch it because it might explode. That's <laughs> fair point. So apparently, while they were out on a walk, they found a I don't know a mortar round of some size. Yeah. And everybody was like, "Oh, UXO, danger!" <laughs> and some. Somebody allegedly <laughs> walked up to it, picked it up, chucked it at the ground, and said, it's okay, it's a dud. Stupid or balls <laughs> of steel, you decide. Tell us at thatshootingpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not everybody can be like that Ukrainian guy just booting mines off the, the highway. They're anti-tank mines. You're fine. You can flip that thing upside down and you'd probably be fine. I don't know. He's kicking it like a five-gallon pail, so. Yeah. I think I guess a couple his, hundred pounds to set him off. I guess his force isn't the same. Mm. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Boom.